Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to How to Human. It is Christmas week here in our midst, and I know that there are those of you celebrating Hanukkah, Kwanzaa is coming up. I think just whatever celebration is uh, occurring and happening in your in your world, we send Brummel blessings your way. So grateful for each and every one of you, grateful for this podcast, these conversations, this work. It really is um, some of my greatest blessings. So thank you, thank you. And uh, I'm here today to talk about some things that I think we will be able to tie to the previous episodes in terms of just the coaching tools and the things that I utilize every day, all day, both for myself and my clients in weaving in the meaning, the purpose, and I think really helping each person be able to engage with life and themselves and navigate whatever is in their path in a way that is more skillful and just softens the edges, sweetens the sweetens the overall experience of things. That's ultimately what we're here to do. Meaning, purpose, softness, joy, goodness, depth, breadth, all the things, right? So along those lines, I had been told by I don't know, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten of my clients last week to watch the Netflix documentary called Stutz. And Lauren was the first person who told me about it. And I thought, well, that's a really interesting name. And then I started getting a flood of messages coming in saying, hey, you got to watch this movie. And it's by Jonah Hill, the actor. And he did it in honor of his psychotherapist, Phil Stutz, the relationship that the two of them have and have built over the many years that they've worked together. And he wanted to tell Phil's story along with share some of the tools, the coaching tools, the therapeutic tools that had been utilized and continue to be implemented in Jonah's life that he would say really, truly transformed. They were very transformational for him in his experience and also just as he continues on this humaning journey. And so it got me thinking about how I had a client say to me recently, there were two tools for him that have been really helpful on his journey. And one being that the journey really is the way. The gold is in the process. And it's about who we're becoming in the process of attaining the goals that we set for ourselves that really matters. And along with that, he talked about also goal setting and why we goal set. Why do we set goals in the first place? And not because the destination or the outcome is why we do it. Goal setting really is to bring up all of our stuff all the hard stuff, all the negative emotion in process of going for something that's honing us, that's helping us learn ourselves, right? The gold is in that process of going for our goals. And so the interplay of the two, as he shared in our work together, he said it's been a tremendous gift for him to be able to look at life 
through that lens, from that vantage point. Because before, I don't think that he was able to appreciate the journey as much as he was always about the outcome. So I share this with you guys because I was thinking about, I mean, there's so many things on a daily basis that come up that are really reminders of this. Like I was watching the World Cup with my family on Sunday. Those of you who watch that game, holy, holy cow, what a game. The championship game between Argentina and France. Argentina basically won the game in PKs, double overtime. It was it was just epic and thrilling. Uh, and of course, I have to say, probably heartbreaking for France. And at the same time, it's a young team. And I was thinking about how both teams, coaches, all the all the work, all the hard, all the, the honing, the formation that went into getting them to where they were. It just made me think about that's the whole point of this, right? It wasn't just that game. Of course, that was the pinnacle of all of it, but it was the lead up to that, that each and every person is being honed and they're becoming. They are growing themselves. They're learning themselves. They even talked about how the Argentinian coach who's in his, I think he's in his early 40s, so he's a young guy, a young lad, as I would say, um, and he'd never been a head coach before. And he took on this opportunity and he said along the lines of welcoming the pressure of what it was to be the head coach of Argentina. And he, he was like, bring it on. Let's go. This guy's never been a head coach before. And then he just led his team to the World Cup championship. They, they, they're the, the world champions, as we would say. And so I was thinking about certainly the outcome the destination here was pretty damn sweet, but it was the process that probably honed him and grew him in ways that, you know, most of us are not privy to, but I would imagine a whole lot of negative emotion came up for him, a lot of obstacles, a lot of struggle, probably moments where he thought, what am I doing? Why am I here? Why did I ever, you know, take this on? Am I worthy? Am I, you know, am I capable of this? And and the same would be true for the players, right? So that's part of what the gold is. And I think we miss it. I think we miss the formation of what we are creating in the process of the journey and going for the things that we desire. This this manifests in so many ways. I was talking to a young adult client last evening about his process in interviewing for a new job. He's been in the investment banking world and desiring to be more in the social impact realm. So he's taken a bit of a circuitous route to, to this, you know, this this potential um, destination that he has his eye on. And he's also been going through a lot of personal hard and struggle. And what I was saying to him last night was, hey, don't miss this. Don't white knuckle your way through this and miss the gold in the process. This hard, this honing, don't resist it, right? Open yourself up to it. Be willing and able to embrace it in a way that says, even when, for instance, I land this 
perfect, quote, job, I'm going to still have negative emotion. I'm going to still have hard times. I'm still going to be a human. But I'm going to bring with me the skill set, the cultivation of what has been in order to get to where I wanted to go, right, to this particular goal, and then to know I'm going to have future goals, and I'm going to continue this process, this journey. So the whole point of a goal, right, is to almost bring up the work that you need to do to excavate and to grow you. And I like to remind my clients of this, to prepare themselves, to feel terrible, in the pursuit of their goals and to normalize it. And that I think is something I just want to make so very clear today in this, you know, in this conversation to say the journey is what it's all about. And when we find meaning in the journey and we are not missing the gold in the process of getting and going for these goals that we set for ourselves, right? And the desires we have in this life, as we go towards those things, to expect to feel pretty terrible. (laughs) Sometimes, most of the time, whatever it may be, but not to shut down, right? Not to think anything's gone wrong. But in fact, how do we weave in the meaning So when the painful and the hard is hitting, that we're not going to make it mean anything that's gone wrong as much as to say, oh, right, I was expecting this. This is what it's all about. I was listening to a girlfriend of mine, a friend of mine who is a coach, and she was talking about how for her, she has gotten accustomed to being out of breath. And what she was talking about was even just with life in general, but even with cardio, for instance, and liking the process of being out of breath because she wants to be in better shape. So the whole idea of being out of breath, instead of like resisting that and thinking something's gone wrong and hating the process of being out of breath in order to, you know, build her repertoire and her her, you know, her capacity, her air, her lung capacity, it was also learning how do I, you know, engage with this process of being out of breath in a way to say, let's go bring on more of that. That's the whole point of life, really, right? I want to be out of breath a lot. And why? Because that tells me I'm showing up for my life. And I think it, it, You know, you can say this in many different ways, out of breath or being willing to be uncomfortable. I think that we as humans are such creatures for comfort. We desire comfort. And why? Because comfort feels, number one, good, right? It's more pleasant than pain, but also our brains register it as safe. The the catch here and what we talked about many times over is that when we stay safe, we miss so much of the gold. And when we only seek pleasure and avoid pain, again, we miss so much of the gold. So I think that the brain is understanding the MO of the brain and that it's protective measure, uh, especially when we're freaking out or when we're, we're out of breath or when we're fatigued or tired or we're feeling like imposters or we're feeling unworthy or we're feeling like who are we to even think we could do whatever it is we're we're you know we're pursuing 
That internal process is ours to continue to excavate and be present with and to learn to normalize and to also engage with in a way that says, of course, this is what it is to be a human and recognize what's at play, right? Nothing has gone wrong. So those physical sensations in our bodies that are saying, abort the mission, abort the mission, avoid, avoid, resist, you know, run. Instead, what we say is, let's run towards this. Let's embrace this. Let's go. Let's be vulnerable and exposed and out of breath and keep going. So I guess that's really what I was wanting to convey today is this sense of these tools. So even with Stutz and his work with Jonah Hill and Jonah saying, these coaching tools that Phil Stutz taught me have helped me stay engaged in my life and engage with myself in a way where I take care of me and I like who I am and I like who I'm becoming And it doesn't solve for the hard. It doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't, as we always say, and and, um, I think it's Kate Bowler says, there's no cure for being human. Everything basically is is a free-for-all in terms of we know life is a game and a, a walk into the unknown, right? And this is why we do what we do, because this is what it is to be humans. This is why we set goals. Think about the Argentinian coach, right? The desire for something and the willingness to throw everything you have in its direction and have no sense of how it's all going to unfold, right? You don't know the outcome, but you're willing to put yourself into it, kind of into the fire, energetically, emotionally, logistically, (laughs) That's what it's about. You're getting used to, as he did, I'm sure. I don't know him, but I feel like the dude must have gone through a whole lot of struggle and pain and imposter syndrome to do this hard thing of being the head coach. He'd never done it before of these young men who were aspiring to win a World Cup, right? Think about the pain of doing that hard thing at times, the fear of rejection, the fear of loss, the pressure to succeed, the courage to keep going in the face of adversity with no guarantee. Sign me up, right? Sign all of us up. Imagine if we get more accustomed and more willing to be out of breath figuratively and literally. Because each and every one of us has the capacity to build more endurance for this, for being human. And that's really one of the core coaching tools I have at, you know, that I'm, I'm utilizing with my people all the time is to start believing that I am a person that loves feeling out of breath, that I love feeling fear, that I love engaging with the hard and the unknown, that I love pushing my limits. I love being the imposter right? Imagine when we operate from that place, how that opens up our worlds. It opens up our hearts. It opens up our ability and willingness to be fully present and engaged and really unfold into our potential. I, I had a client say to me recently, yeah, feeling out of breath, it's amazing. I want more of it. And he was laughing at the same time, but he said, I know now if I'm feeling out of breath, I'm doing it right. 
And this, my friends, is really what it's about. It's the belief that I love the journey with all of its twists and turns, because ultimately, whatever I want at the end, the outcome, the goal, I have to almost make the process getting there feel like ass. (laughs) So, you know, someone asked me recently, what have you done that has, you know, you know, rendered you out of breath? And I thought, well, doing this podcast, right? If I went into believing that doing this podcast, I, the outcome would be that I would never feel insecure or stretched or out of breath at the end, I would have been sorely mistaken. Because along the way, I felt all of these things and I continue to feel these things. And these feelings, these experiences, they're all part of the podcast journey for me, the life journey. And normalizing that while it's also engaging with the fact that this is what it is. You never arrive somewhere where you don't feel negative emotion. You're going to feel it all the time. And the more you normalize that and the more you're willing to say, it's okay, nothing has gone wrong. And in fact, I welcome it. I want it. I don't want to stay safe in the way that I've been staying. I don't want to stay comfortable in the way that maybe I've been choosing. I don't want to stay small. I don't want to buffer my way through my life. I want to live it. I want to be fully engaged with it. So it's it's shifting your whole mindset around discomfort and pain and struggle. It's not like we... we as humans naturally gravitate to those things. We don't because our brains register that as threat. But what we do know is our higher brains can also help us reason through that and say, hey, this is the meaning. This is the purpose. This is the good stuff. This isn't to be avoided. This is to be engaged with. Practicing the belief, right, that I am someone who loves being out of breath. I'm someone who loves feeling insecure and rejected. I'm someone who loves feeling stretched. I'm literally reframing, and it's something that each and every one of you can do, and this is what I talked about in last week's episode on believing new things on purpose, reframing how we're thinking about all of it. And when doing so, guess what we do? We take more action. This is the magic of knowing that the journey feels like the destination, right? I love how I feel on the way to getting to my desired outcome. So instead of hating the feeling while going for the goal and then resisting it along the way, and this is true for every one of my young people out there, you can instead think, I want to be the person who wants to be out of breath and embrace the process. Because ultimately, if I want to create more endurance in something, I have to be the person who loves being out of breath. Okay, dear people, have some fun with that. It'll probably turn your brain upside down and all around, and that's a good thing. So we'll see you here next week. And until then, be well, take good care. Know that I've got your back. Make sure you have your back and keep going. All right, take care, loves. Bye-bye. Having a life coach can sweeten the often messy and hard and awesome journey of being human. Do you have a life coach? And if not, I would be so privileged to be your coach. 
I have a private coaching practice for individuals and families where we work on getting to the heart of your struggles and paving a path forward that helps you create a life that you truly love. When you're prepared to take what you're learning on this podcast and implement the tools and techniques so that you experience profound and lasting results, then contact me at martabrummel.com and we can hit the ground running. I truly cannot wait to work with you.